Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 89 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm Ryan Herman, joined by Gray McKenzie, who's going to be doing the bulk of the talking in this episode uh, last week, I did the bulk of the talking. We were talking about uh, HubSpot sequences, specifically how we use that and set that up. I'm going to write some show notes on that one as well, trying to walk you through that process as clearly as I can to get the most out of that that tool if you guys are using HubSpot sales. If you haven't listened to that one, you can go back and do that. But today, Gray is going to be doing the talking, like I said, and he's going to be chatting a lot about different calendar scheduling apps that we've tried uh, for inbound sales reps. So if you guys are trying to figure out how do I get the prospects on the phone, what's the easiest way to coordinate calendars, what different tools are out there for that, Gray will give us a little bit of a breakdown. You cool with that, Gray? I am cool with that, Ryan. Let's roll. Awesome. So let's kick this puppy off. Sometimes on these podcasts, Ryan and I were just talking about this. It's hard to know how much background they give on things versus just the nitty-gritty details. Both, in a, both Ryan and I are really into the nitty-gritty details. And, uh, and hear a lot of good feedback on like, Hey, that's really helpful to hear you guys get into like exactly how this works. So we try and be as tactical as possible, but, um, but sometimes, so today, like we're talking about, uh, calendar scheduling apps. Now I think that 95% of people listening to this at this point, 2017 are familiar with calendar scheduling apps, but it's sometimes hard to know, like, do I need to give any background on this? Do I not? So I think you guys all get it. Basically just a link. Uh, rather than the back and forth saying, hey, let's find a time to collect, to connect, um, just shoot them a link to your calendar and they can pick the time that works for them and you'll work around that. I will say with that approach, you, generally speaking, you're kind of giving up a little bit of the control of like, here's exactly when I'd like to do this call in favor of the convenience of not having to deal with the back and forth and con- uh, confirming the time and all that stuff. So there's a couple of apps out there that a lot of people are familiar with. Um, Calendly has come on strong. Um, actually spoke with Tope, who was starting up Calendly in either 2013 or 2014. Super early on, uh, before they'd really kind of broken out. And it was awesome to kind of compare and contrast what we were doing. I think that was end of 2013. And uh, it's been just incredible to see them uh, grow since since we first connected and that's where we started. We moved into Acuity Scheduling. So they've come on relatively strong in the last two years specifically. Um, Gavin and the team are doing really good stuff. And then HubSpot launched meetings here this year. So that's kind of very much uh, HubSpot meetings. I don't think anybody buys or I'd be very surprised if anybody buys HubSpot Sales Pro for meetings specifically as the only tool to use. But if you're using HubSpot Sales Pro already, Meetings is a great app, and so we've gotten questions about, hey, should I switch over to that from what I already have in place? There's a bunch of other, I mean, there's Time Trade, there's a whole bunch of other ones that you guys, I'm sure, have seen as well. But the three big ones in the inbound space that we see over and over are Calendly, Acuity, and HubSpot Meetings. So we're going to spend most of our time there today, Ryan, and just kind of hit on where they are. So I guess the very first 
um, maybe segmenting decision to be made here is are you already using HubSpot Sales Pro for everybody who needs to be able to book meetings? And this is where things kind of break down a little bit for some people is you've got your, you know, let's take a a 12 person agency and there's one biz dev person. um, There's maybe two partners at the firm and they both have access to Sales Pro, but they've chosen not to um, create Sales Pro accounts for in HubSpot for the delivery team. Well, then you've got this issue where you're already paying for it. Like you might as well use meetings inside of HubSpot for your sales rep and agency owners. But how about your client servicing team who sometimes need to schedule calls with customers and work through things? Do they have to use something else? Do they not get it? Or do you buy HubSpot Sales Pro for them? So that's a, that's a decision that you need to make. It's not a real big deal to have uh, to have two different tools, but some people have wanted everything centralized. Um, so that's that's something to think about. Cost-wise, uh, Calendly is probably the least expensive. Calendly and Acuity both have pretty solid free plans. Um, I would definitely recommend either any of the paid plans um, to get advanced features for either one there. Here's what, here's what we really like. Um, we had used Acuity scheduling for a couple of reasons. One is managing a whole bunch of users all within the same account. Calendly has since added Calendly Teams where you can centralize billing and stuff, but Acuity is a little bit more uh, cost-friendly. And the features that they had built out in terms of confirmation emails and customization and integrations were just farther along. We also wanted to customize how it looked and actually embed the scheduler into the site. And at the time, they had, and they still do have um, a very good resource for that as opposed to some of the other tools that are out there. Um, So one example, I'm really hesitant to tell anybody to go look at this, but I'm going to share it. Before I share it, I want you guys all to just agree with me silently that you promise not to spam me with calls or meetings. An example of how HubSpot's embedded meeting thing um, now works is if you go to doinbound.com slash meetwithgray, and that is uh, hyphenated meet-with-gray, you can see embedded into just a normal looking page on the website, um, my calendar scheduler where you can grab, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour with me for a conversation. Now, other than the fact that I just announced it on a podcast, I try to be pretty discerning with this and my calendars, uh, the time that I have is, is pretty precious. So I try not to give it out, uh, super easily, but that's an example for you guys to see what the process is like. And it's basically a two-step process. You pick the day or three-step. You pick the day and time, and then you enter in your information, any notes, send it over. That'll automatically send out. I'll get an email notification. It'll create a calendar invite. Inside that calendar invite will be the location for the call, so my Uber conference link. And um, and then we'll roll from there and and have the conversation i really typically i send some kind of if it's someone who i've asked to i've sent send some kind of follow-up just like hey i saw that you wanted to talk about this um here are my notes in advance anything else so they can prep i hate getting on a call when you could have both done prep work individually and eliminated 45 minutes of, of an hour worth of conversation so i'll typically do as much of that like up front but i don't really need to there's already um that information sent out so that's an example of um, HubSpot meetings in practice. And there's a lot of, uh, you can 
kind of customize the appearance. There's not a ton of customization appearance-wise beyond color and logo. Um, and then whatever you do yourself, but you can change, you can have, uh, you set your default availability, like with all these, and then each of the services allows you set availability based on an event type. Now HubSpot has no limits, obviously on the number of different event types you can have. You can set up round robin, um, events. So if there's a, a team event, like a do inbound demo, and we want any of four people to be able to handle it, you can set that up as round robin and it'll just... Um, kind of randomly pick who that's going to get assigned to based on who's available. So if there's only one person available, they'll get it. If there's two people, it'll pick and you have a 50-50 shot of, of you getting picked or not. You can also set up group meetings. So if it requires maybe two people from your team, it can combine their calendar availability, find only the times for those two, and then then ship that out. Um, some of those features, most of those features are available in all of these. Now, one big difference um, that I'm going to lay out here between the three of them. Here's one of the reasons we went to Acuity Scheduling. Acuity has an e-commerce component to it as well. So if you want to have a paid appointment, say, hey, listen, I'll give you an hour of my time, that's going to be $175 for that hour of time. Um, you can have that set up right through the scheduler. So they go they go pick out the time, they enter in their credit card information. You can hook it up with Stripe or a whole bunch of other payment processors and uh, charge them right there. If you'd rather not charge them, say, hey, listen, I don't know how long this is going to be, but I'm going to charge you for my time, and it's going to be you know, $50 for every 15 minutes or whatever. You can even you even have the option just to create their card and just kind of authenticate it, and then you can ping it later after the fact. You can sell products through Acuity, and we've done all of those things, and they've been really helpful. In an agency setting, a practical way that you might want to use that, that we use that, was for... Um, revisions or just kind of ongoing service requests. So we hate the hourly pricing model, but in a lot of small cases, it makes sense to do hourly stuff. Someone gets back to you and they're like, hey, I want the font size in this page changed. And then they've got eight different things that they want changed in addition to that. By the time you figure out exactly how they say, you know, this happens pretty frequently. People will say, can you give me an estimate on how much that'll that'll cost to do? It's like, well, not really, because by the time I do all eight things, just to go look at them and make sure I know how long it's going to take to do these things, I'm going to be able to make the change just as quickly, especially if it's something troubleshooting-wise. Um, I ran into this recently where someone said, hey, I can't figure out why this isn't working. It's like, well, I can't figure it out either, but as soon as I, you know, I can't figure it out just by looking at it, but as soon as I figure it out, I'm going to know the fix, and it's going to take two seconds to fix it and looked and there was a JavaScript uh, file being loaded and run three times rather than one. And the moment that you realize what that is, you know, six minutes later when I figured out what the problem was exactly and where it was, then you pretty much, it, it takes 30 more seconds to fix it. So anyways, that's kind of a side tangent, but the hourly model is something that we'd use for a lot of really small stuff. So uh, customers would come back to us if we didn't have their payment information saved and some kind of agreement in place, they'd fill out that um, service request form. That would put a card on file. We'd tell them, here's what the minimum charge is going to be, and here's what the charge looks like beyond that. You can, all, If you want to, you can say, hey, if it goes beyond this, we're going to get in touch with you and, and clarify this. But they'll enter in their request. They'll book a time for at least you know a day in the future or whatever. You go in, make the updates, update them. It, it was a really convenient workflow and worked really well. So that was a use case where acuity scheduling may work really well. Um, I think that Calendly has now added in text, text message notifications, 
but we used email notifications plus texting notifications um, through different stages of what we were doing to help make sure you know you're reminding people, hey, you're, you've got a call coming up in 10 minutes, and here's the information to uh, to call in and get connected. So, Ryan, I've been rambling here. I'm gonna give people. I, I'm trying to give you guys some of the ways that we've used different things. Here would be my pick if I had to choose. If you already have HubSpot Sales Pro and you don't need the e-commerce side of things, I would go HubSpot Meetings without a doubt because it's integrated right into um, what you have. If you're in that situation that I mentioned where you've got sales reps who use it and other people who don't have HubSpot Sales Pro, I would probably have those other people set up a simple Calendly link um, and rock and roll with that or possibly set up uh, Acuity. I think I would prefer to do Calendly in that situation so that each person is in control if it's you know relatively infrequent meetings and very basic uh, needs. Each person's in control of the emails that go out. So although Acuity allows you to sync up a whole bunch of different calendars on their growing business and hire plan, so starting at like $20 a month and up, um, the overall email for the account or the overall account is still tied to one main email and all confirmations and notifications will go there. So that can be a little bit annoying sometimes with Acuity. Um, if you need e-commerce stuff, obviously go Acuity. And if and then beyond that, I just kind of pick, um, you know, which interface do you like better? What do you need to do? Do you need to do front-end customization? You want to make it look really cool? And we've got some resources for that on the Agency Toolbox podcast. If you guys want to see exactly how we use Acuity scheduling, why we used it versus Calendly, et cetera, you can you can get catch that there. But really, I wanted to kind of address why HubSpot meetings versus Acuity versus Calendly. When would you use each one? Let's go my breakdown. Any questions on any of that, Ryan, or anything else you'd throw in there? No, it's clear, Gray. I was, had some questions I wanted to ask you, like which one would you use in which situation, but I think you broke it down good or well. Um, so we talked about HubSpot meetings, Acuity, and Calendly. Gray, is there any other... Would you stick with those three? You think those three are the best? Is there anything else people should maybe even Google just to check out as potential other options? Or I know we've used all three of these, but is there anything else you would think to uh, places you'd look? There's honestly, there's nothing else that I'd be like, hey, this is worth your time to go check out. If you're already using another tool, and there are a bunch of them, there's um, kind of a an AI like service that kind of replaces this specifically for like executives, the pricing's much higher. It's like starts at $100 a month um, that's that's coming out right now and has been in development. Well, I guess it's it's been out for a little while, um, but it's available now. And there's a whole bunch of other like uh, schedule once, um, some other cheaper options, but or, or like com- comparative to, uh, to Calendly and Acuity. Like they're in that same pricing ballpark. Most of them are a little bit, price here there's nothing like from what i've seen in in what we've used calendly and acuity uh are on pretty level playing field hubspot is a step above if you're already using hubspot and you don't need some of the advanced stuff that you get with acuity um so there's there's nothing else that i'd be like hey go look at this because for this specific reason it's this much better cool i could be wrong if you guys if you guys have anything like that make me aware of it let me know hit me up Great place to do that is email, ryan at doombound.com or gray at doombound.com. You guys can also see the show notes at doombound.com backslash ISJ. 
Uh, we'll have links to each one of these so you guys can easily check them out and a quick little write-up on why we like each one in the use cases again. Uh, there's also a little chat bubble there. So if you do come up with any other ideas or things that you think we should touch on or include in that write-up, uh, that's a great place to let us know too. In the bottom right of the page, you'll be able to see that and, uh, and let us know. Uh, next week, we've talked a little bit today about the calendars, scheduling. We're going to be talking about uh, messaging. So that little chat bubble I mentioned in the bottom right for us, we use intercom, uh, but there are a lot of options out there for messages and live messaging through uh, your website. It's been an awesome, awesome uh, tool for us. End of 20, well, probably halfway through 2016 and into 2017. We've tried a bunch of them. We're going to talk about kind of like we did today, the differences there. So uh, tune in next week for that. And in the meantime, good luck uh, with sales at your agency. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.